Hello, you are listening to a mini episode of Desi Geek Girls. I am Preeti Chipper, and I am joined today by the wonderful Janina Gavankar. And it only took five years, but he's finally here, my brother Vinny Chipper. And they are both currently playing uh, siblings, hilariously enough, on ABC's Big Sky. Hi. Hi, family. Hi. Okay, so I just want to point out before I dig into these questions very quickly, uh, I've had this podcast with Swapna for five years. That's right, seven, 2017. And it took Vinny, my brother, five years <laughs> to come on this podcast. <laughs> just so, so my question for the two of you is, have you just not asked him for anything? No, for the record, no, has no, no. Has he no. been not enough of a get for no, you? No, 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 no. It has been offered. Uh, many times many many wow. many times anytime that it, like really it has wow. when he's gonna be like no, i don't know about that no but it has 100 wow. <laughs> percent. well i'm excited to sit with um i'm like kind of playing you on big sky in some ways so was- this is more an interview of me asking you questions of how to do my job better Listen, I I'm think here is where this for, is going to end up for trolling information for how Just best to here. like so good at it bother Vinny and irritate him. <laughs> you know, I'm, I will I'm, be coming I'm, home soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I only have you have you guys for like a few for a little while, so I want to get into it. Um, okay. To begin with, can you give our listeners just a very quick like catch up on like what Big Sky is and and who you are on the show? Sure. Uh, Big Sky is a hit ABC television show. Uh, It's in its second season. And um, when they started their second season, I got a call um, asking if I wanted to come in as this year's ostensible villain. We can get into that. Um, Her name is Ren Buller, and uh, she has a family. So at this point, (laughs) at this point, you know, Ren got off a private jet into Helena, Montana to fix a problem. Um, A bag of money and drugs was stolen from her family and it took longer than expected. So her brother showed up. Well, she also decided to stay (laughs) there. Yeah, I start and listen, she saw some opportunities, so she stayed a little bit longer. It's like without telling anybody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so her brother Jag gets off the plane with his body man, Druv, and basically has ruined her life because he sucks, sibling shit. And then, you know, he gets like super mad. They get in a big fight and then call they he calls their dad veer who's basically like the godfather of their cartel and he comes to town with his girlfriend alicia and now everything is terrible for ren (laughs) so it's what i love is so this is like a crime drama like it's it's there's like so outside the realm of kind of what we generally get to see when we are uh looking at what south asian and american stories might look like Mm -hmm. and it's super refreshing because the show has enough not enough there's never enough but there are more than there's more than just one south asian person on this show right there's no what a big surprise whoa and it and it sort of lifts this like just the slightest bit bit this idea of the burden of representation you don't have to represent an entire community because you're the only person there right so it's you can exist 
as you as your character exists, like make bad decisions, make good decisions, and it's it's all in service of the story. Um, can you speak to that a little bit? So I think we should uh, kind of start at the beginning, uh, which is Janina actually doing the work, right? That is, you know, for a long time, we've all kind of been in a place where it's like, there can only be one. And usually you are the only one. And one of the things she did, and and I'm sure she'll be able to speak to it, is like, yo, this isn't just me. This is an opportunity. And to do something that we haven't seen before in this type of genre, right? Or really in any genre in Western <laughs> But um, so, you know, she, she uh, obviously I still had to audition, but she was like, yo, you should look at Finn for this. And then every opportunity, like in the story uh, that we've seen for some sort of like South Asian representation to come in, um, like Jay saw uh, uh, that I had a bodyguard. She's like, oh, do we know? someone I was like, like don't we have a like a wwe chat? i was like yes i know that because of paul my roommate at the time was a huge wrestling fan i was like jinder mahal yeah we have to tell you about we have to tell you about him like please bring it yeah. let's yeah um but, oh, even if we go over we have to we have to okay um, okay but, but that said uh so where we started with one person you know suddenly there were four people right that that could see each other and speak to that experience uh both in the acting perspective because you're you're sitting across from some from someone that in some ways empathizes with your with your own experience um but the flip side of it is that we have definitely there was a moment uh, a couple of weeks ago where and i don't want to get into it because i i don't want to have any spoilers but there was a particular point in the storyline and uh, we got in a pretty heated discussion about it because we were all coming at it from different perspectives. And at one point, I, I, I leaned back and, and it was it was about, you know, uh, the cultural significance of something. And of a yeah, you, of all, a, of a you all meaning all the South Asians. Oh, Bernard. Uh, 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 Bernard Janina, White, who plays our father. Who plays our father. Janina and myself. Okay. And it got a, it got a little. It was never disrespectful, nothing like that. It got, got a it little. It got passionate. Heated. It got very passionate, and it went on for a good amount of time. And I leaned back and I was like, "I know you're so mad at me right now, but this is such a privilege to have this conversation, to be in a discussion about a plot point about the work, and we all have different perspectives that we're communicating to each other. Yeah, about and, it. And I mean, we're just so early in the conversation of representation that it's wild to know that the conversation we had on set that day has never been had in the history of time. <laughs> yeah, that was That's crazy wild, thing. you know? Um, but you're right, because there are a few of us, we can, we we have less of a burden. We share it. Yeah. Um, and, and we can, it doesn't have to, and then it also allows us to be more specific in our work mm -hmm. yeah. because we don't have to do some kind of vanilla blanket thing that like, is supposed to exist for all bases, you know? It's yeah. just sort of like all of us can play different kinds of people. And there are so many of us on this planet. There's a bunch of different kinds of people. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you find then it does, I mean, it's this is what it sounds like, that there is a, it allows you to have a certain level of freedom from the creative acting standpoint, that you can make choices that 
were you the only one you may not have been in the position to make? That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and I, 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 I want to just also make sure that we uh, mention that uh, Elwood Reed, who's our showrunner, our writer's room and our producers have been instrumental in that experience as well. They are the reason that we are allowed to lean in and speak up. They've listened to everything we've said. They, they have, they have been the example of allyship. They have, this is the example of how good you can have it. When, when all those things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And people commit to it. So I want to ask like actually specifics about that idea, right? That you, you were both hired as actors to play these characters on the show, but it sounds like you've had significant conversations behind the scenes. Like how has that, like, does that take a lot of work from you as actors behind the scenes? Like, what did that look like? What kind of conversations were you having with your showrunners? Like, how have you influenced, I guess, this storyline? Yeah, well, from the start, I mean, listen, so the first meeting I had was over Zoom with Elwood. And he was like, I think she comes from a crime family. And I immediately was like asking for consent to be the absolute most, you know? (laughs) I was like, uh, I suddenly saw what this could be, right? Um, And I kind of said to him, all right, so I'm Indian. Are you ready to hire a bunch of brown people to play my family? And he shrugged in the way that you hope everybody would because it was a non-issue to him. And suddenly I saw the opportunity for not just one South Asian person to be on screen playing a terrible person. And misunderstood. Th- I appreciate, appreciate that. <laughs> Anti, <laughs> anti-hero, perhaps. Anti-hero, anti-hero thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so as soon as I I knew I had that, I um, got off of the zoom, by the way, my deal wasn't closed. I had no idea if I was going to do the show or not. Um, but I was so afraid that if it, if it didn't work out that they would abandon this idea, I wanted to give him enough, um, bullets in the gun to go hire somebody else dope. I even had a short list of women he should call in case it didn't work out for me, you know? Um, so, uh, I'm happy I didn't have to send that. <laughs> Before I sent that, I sent um, a very long email with a short list of people to play my family. Um, obviously, your brother was at the top of the brothers <laughs> list. Um, and <laughs> and, um, and I, I sent uh, information on the, what the my, model minority myth was and mm-hmm. why this is dope to do this because it's busting that wide open. Um, and then I also said, listen, if this seems because this is history, essentially, like this has never been done. So because that can be frightening to network television, sometimes they don't want to be the first people to do something. Cause it feels like a risk. I want, I said, just so they don't think that they're doing something outlandish. Here's information on the Indo-Canadian gangs. Oh, and that's when you, yeah. Right. So I gave him so much information that he could um, run the ball with, Mm -hmm. quite honestly, because I because it's not I've been doing this long enough to know that it's not just about hiring one person. It's about he's in a he's in the shitty situation where he has to get a network to say yes to every single inch of something that he's trying to put on television. So I wanted to arm him with everything to be able to combat any kind of pushback that might happen because I knew that we were going to be doing something historic. 
So um, he was just immediately on board. He wasn't just, and the thing is like, there's two types of people. There's people who see that as extra work and an obligation and an obligation and a task. And there's people who see that as something inspiring because it's fresh and new territory that they haven't been able to play it with yet. So great. So there was that. And then I showed up and then, you know, and, but here's the thing, like the tone and the character's motivations, who these people are, that's, that's has nothing to do with us. Yeah. That's all that's Elwood, family. right? That's, that is the family that he wanted to put on screen. Mm-hmm. The nuances, the naming, the inner themes, like the, the misogyny, the gender politics in our families. That's stuff that he asked us to lean in and give him. So, you know, yes, it does take extra work. But the truth is, I've been trying to do this kind of work for 20 years. No one has let me until now. Okay. And sure, it's a little bit of extra work for us, but it just means that the person opposite you has to be open armed and receptive to it. And it's a gift. It's a it's a big one. And and it's also not someone that needs needs uh to be tweeting about it or writing about it or or doing any of that. It's just the work. Meaning like it's not because I feel like I'm louder oh, when sorry. I talk. And sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Those both sound so, good sorry. and the so, same. So it, it's not about getting the credit for the work. It's about actually doing the work. That's and, right. and with, with Elwood, we've really seen, because he, they did not have to do this, invited us into the writer's room. We spoke to them just about life and about our experiences in our own families. And many times you'll have that meeting with a showrunner, you have that meeting with a writer or whomever, but the the whole point of it is so that they could say they just met with you, not that you're going to see it reflected in the narrative or the character arcs. But in this particular case, we did. And it's been such a gift to be able to explore those uh, characters in that world uh, uh, because it's something we normally don't get to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like down to the minutia, yeah. dude, mm-hmm. like down to the prop master texting me and asking me, you know, what kind of chilies to use because I like pitched that I was going to be um, threading chilies into a lemon mm-hmm. for our new space that we had bought, you know, <laughs> like, and that's the other thing I said was like, I wanted, I asked for permission. I said, is it okay if I offer up some ideas but I never want to explain them. I don't want an insert shot right. on the thing. This is just, if you know, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Like it's authenticating. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. It's, you don't explain. You, you shouldn't don't have, have to. to. You shouldn't have right? to. What's yeah. interesting about this and what what's kind of like cool to hear from my end is I think we have this like South Asian representation and the, these television shows that have South Asian American writers on it, but they're very like, this was made by a South Asian person in mind for a South Asian story. What's interesting about this is that this is somewhere where someone took advantage of what they had access to in order to create a more inclusive story and a more inclusive world, even if that wasn't the intention from the get-go. It was like, this started out one way, but look at this, like you said, this gift we've been given, let's take advantage of it and create this new and interesting story and one that hasn't been told before using our actors and, and the actors we've decided to cast. Like, that's very cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and another thing we want to talk about is not just outside the community, but inner 
community advocacy and allyship. Well, yeah, I was right? gonna, I was gonna get oh, to that. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Vinny, my bad. I Vinny, made the transition. She knows how to host a podcast. <laughs> my She's bad. Been doing it for five my, years. Get out of here. Uh, get out of here. It took you half a decade to <laughs> get the on shade. it. It's, Cannot. Yeah. Stop disinvited thinking. to Christmas. Stop disinvited to Christmas. My transitions <laughs> and my questions. <laughs> I did want to talk about that, as you mentioned earlier. <laughs> How Janina, you were in the room first. You came up with these lists in, in case it didn't work out for you. You had these lists of other women. If you had your list of like who could play your family, and it opened the door for you know Vinny to come in and, and audition and get this this role or and all these roles to come up. Right. I do want to ask about this notion of intercommunity advocacy and this and the support and what it means and why it's important like that to not just be the only one beyond just this idea of like burden of representation or whatever, like what is the benefit both to you as an individual and to our community? Like, why should, why should you send the elevator back down? Because we often see that it isn't right. We, there's so many instances in which the person goes through the door and then just shuts it behind them. Like, what would you say to say, like, that's not the right call. Like, look at it this way. Well, I don't even think I, it's about I don't think there's a down. I think it's just like a door, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I, I don't know. It's like lonely. Otherwise, I think when I got to L.A., one of the reasons why I even survived was because I never felt alone. So even though I walk into a room and I knew that I was being immediately marginalized or treated like a quote unquote minority, I was giggling to myself saying, you have no idea how many fucking South Asians there are on this planet. <laughs> like you, we are legion. You know, like I feel that I've always felt that. And I felt the power of our numbers and our beauty that we have together, even though no one else might've seen it at the time. I have never felt scarcity. So, um, so I guess in these moments, I just sort of was like, well, if I, if I I saw the opportunity for something more and I have Mm -hmm. always felt that. So, um, in the same way that I would hope somebody would do it for me, I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, whole squad with me. And the other thing is that I am a snob. Okay. I'm a snob. I'm a snob. We all are. No, we're not. Really? We're not all. Okay. Well, I am. Okay. Clearly. Fine. That's why you're here. <laughs> um, but I am. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, I don't apologize. I, 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 apparently, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I guess I am. People you have are. told me this. Fine. Okay. Fine. Anyway, Jesus. So I want to see where this is going. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know. I'm literally like spending so much time just dissecting my snobbery. So the point <laughs> is that um, I, because of that, I have been very discerning about um, who I have around me and who I support. So I'm surrounded by so many brilliant people who deserve, have, have deserved to be in the room for a long ass time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I am not at a deficit in finding people who are ready, ready to go and are dependable and respectable and that quite honestly abc i know abc is going to um to sign off on and approve in a snap mm-hmm. because it's television and moves fast right 
So these are all things that you don't know when you first enter the business, but because I've been doing this for so long, I understand the numerous hoops that any creator has to go through to be able to, like I said, put an idea in their head on screen. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm not at a deficit for, you know, being able to supply people with ideas of people. And, and that is, that's also the power of our, of our community. We're filled with really, really talented people who are ready. But that said, (laughs) this is atypical. Like this is not the, the goal. Like, and I think it's great to not have that perspective of scarcity, but our community has had that perspective. I think it's been thrust upon us. Thrust upon us but for a long time. But that's not our shit. It's that's not our shit. shit. But that said, this experience, what's been so great about it, outside of like, why do we do it? That was the question, right? Like, yeah, like what is, why should, why are the benefit? Why should yeah, someone else why do something someone like this, do this in our community? I don't know, because it's the right thing to do, man. I don't know. Just be about it. I don't know. It's just well, like it's better duh. for it's better for all. It's the better for everybody. Is, the more the better waiting, it is for right? everybody else. Yeah, I guess that's right. the other thing. It's like like the person who just wants to be the only person in the room. Like you want to be the only kind of brown that you are in the room. That's a weird life because mm-hmm. there's a glass ceiling to that. You've boxed yeah. yourself in. So basically, you get to be the only one in the room, but you get to live a really boring life while you're mm-hmm. in that room, Stop as it. opposed to surrounding yourself with people who can the more of us there are, the more nuanced and exactly. our experiences can be. And it cannot just be the people in front of the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Across in, front of the, the board. in front of the screen? No, on the screen. It, I mean, in front of the camera. On the in front of the camera. camera. You know what I mean? I've been yelling about that shit forever, right? Like I remember being on some Daisy something, media something <laughs> in like- When you were like, um, did someone interview you? Why? What did you hear? No. <laughs> what did I say? What did DC I say? Geek Girls exclusive. Oh god. <laughs> but I just remember like talking mad shit that I still mean in like 2004, y'all. I was like yelling about some shit cuz we were all like on a panel talking about Daisy's in front of the ca- in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Why?" what this is this is not long game shit guys yeah. this is not it this is a candy coating shell this we the point is to not have to have panels everybody's patting each other on the back for even yeah. having a panel fuck a panel do the work you know yeah. like that's how i've always felt mm-hmm. and so uh here we are yeah <laughs> so obviously you you've both been working in film and TV and multiple levels, whether it's, you know, acting, producing, writing, all these different ways. Like, what does it mean right now in like 2022 to be a South Asian American, like professional creative? Like, how has it progressed since you started? Like, where do you think it still has to go? Uh, My... (laughs) My free Zoom is going to run out. And if we're good, though, I think uh, where it's progressed is that, I mean, the the show, I think, is a really great example of where it's progressed because there are four, four, five, I I don't want to talk about it. He already talked about his own interview. He did. Nick Dadani came in for for uh, for an app. Yeah. Uh, And then um, we we have uh, an Indo-Canadian. 
uh, a rapper. He's not on screen, but his music is being okay. So you want to get into it? Here we go. Okay. So uh, there was like mention of this like med student that I hire to like make our our synthetic fentanyl, and um, I the second I saw it, I immediately hit Elwood and was like, "Here's my pitch for this kid. If you ever if you ever want to see him on screen, his name's Nick Donati. I already checked his um, his availability and his interest. He's in. He just got (laughs) off Broadway." blah 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 here we go call nick dodani and then uh months came by and suddenly there was a scene and i was like oh my god is this happening and so i checked his availability again and i sent it to them and then they reached out and they booked him and that was it he came in for precisely one 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 day day. and um and so that's and then there were five and then there were five but then in in that scene Janina noticed that there were, well, we all noticed that there were rap. So the, 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 the Nick's character is rapping lyrics in the scene. Okay. And Jay was like, yo, this should be like an Indian rap. Are there any Indo Canadian rappers? So we both reached out to people. Are there any, like, it was like a future track. And yeah. I was like, ah, there's gotta I, be something. So immediately I asked permission yeah. to Elwood, like, may I uh, pitch you a short list of Indo Canadian Punjabi rappers and, so, and their tracks to replace this future track, essentially. And we reached mm-hmm. out to people we knew and Karen Oberoi, who is a who is a close friend of mine and also an Indo-Canadian, knew personally Blitzkrieg, who is one of the rappers that mm-hmm. was put on the shortlist by yeah. Janina. So basically, like, the process went like this. He was like, sure. So I knew I had, like, precisely four days to get it done. And that means... Um, I put out an APB. I listened to 30 some tracks. I chose four. I got all of the boys <laughs> on the phone immediately. Cause that's how fast we roll. Um, I asked for their, I basically gave them the context to make sure that the artist was okay with the usage, right? We are a crime family that makes synthetic fentanyl. Are you okay yeah. with us using your track? Um, and then uh, I then said, okay, great. So this is the process of getting something approved. It, just because we have this conversation doesn't mean you'll be chosen. I'm going to send in four tracks, but that also means that you can have no samples in the track. And also I need you to give me the instrumental. Can you do that? And I need a lyric sheet. And because they're Daisy, they're good at homework. <laughs> and it was <laughs> like that, dude. It was like in an, in within an hour of, of me being on the phone with these people, I had an email with like Dropbox links, lyric sheets, everything. And I sent it straight to the music supervisor who then connected me to the music licensor. So it was all done, signed, sealed, delivered and in the can for then the director and or Elwood to choose what they felt was right. Mm -hmm. And ta-da, there we go. Nick Dodani walks into a scene rapping lyrics from a Blitzkrieg song. Yeah. And it's like, and I finish it. Oh, that's right. And you finish it. That's right. So see what I'm saying? Like there's endless examples of what we've been able to do here just because they've let us. They've let us. And by the, sorry, I'm going to give you some credit here. And the the, the impetus is that you have to want to do this type of advocacy from the beginning. Yes. So like, that's not happening unless you take the initiative to have the conversation and like stand up for it. Yeah, sure. So like, no, it's not a small no, 100%, thing. No, hundred percent. It's a big deal. It's a, it's a huge deal because that you're that the reason. Happen. Like it doesn't happen otherwise. Otherwise, that role does not go to an Indian person, right? That role does not go to somebody 
that is in the community, it, it minimizes the amount of representation we get on the screen without having someone who is in a position yeah. to make change actually want to make change. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah. the thing is, I'm, you know, I, I, started this production company, right? It's called Safe Human Productions. And I had to start really whittling down like what the point is to be able to to build a company mandate and start reaching out to people to be able to explain it, right? Mm -hmm. And I have just kind of found that one of the biggest things that motivates me, what I'm trying to do is to discern opportunities for people because I clearly had none when I moved to Los Angeles and it fucking scarred me and I don't want anybody to go through that. Right. So I am really, really motivated to see it's like a, I've gamified the world in front of me. I've gamified Mm -hmm. the industry and there are two things here. There's art and there's industry. The industry is something that we artists have to suffer through to be able to work. But if you can figure it out, if you can life hack it, there's a lot of really beautiful opportunity to support artists. Yeah. So anytime I see that opportunity and I'm really trying to like whittle that arrow down, that's not a good, what's no, the no, analogy no, I, I I'm get, looking I get, for? I get, I get, I get what like you're saying. Like focus that lens into, yeah. To, yeah. to really be able to do that thing um, over and over and over and over again in every inch of my life, mm-hmm. find opportunities yeah. for people constantly. And, and, and to your point also, like there also has to be a, like some, you have to have a willing participant that can enable that process. Like you said, thousand like, percent at to that gave us the permission, gave you the permission to do this because I, I can speak from my own experience. I've been in positions where I've also tried to add. Yeah. You've been I doing have, this from the beginning too. I have also gotten people hired, but the level of autonomy just wasn't there. And to be able to be like, yo, can we do this? Can we do this? And, and for them to say not only yes, but trust mm-hmm. that this is, it's best for the story too. It's mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. like the, you're not bringing in people that can't play. Right. Like, you're, you know, you said it, it's like anyone that comes in, you're a snob. I'm a snob. Bernard, every, actually everyone is a snob. Everyone's a snob. Um, but yeah. they have to, we have to be because we don't have the yeah. privilege of, of being mediocre at this shit. Stay ready. Be ready. Come yeah. ready. So it's both. No. Um, my question, my last question about the show is, will we get a House of Buller spinoff? Because ooh. I think... <laughs> don't say ooh like, like we're holding a secret. We have I no know, secret. Right? <laughs> it seems like ooh, there's the opportunity ooh. there, perhaps, for a really cool story. Like, it's not like... I love the idea of this, like, Daisy crime family. It's not like a sitcom about, you know... Growing up Indian, which there's, I love those. There's room for that, but this would be something just so different and interesting and new. And there's like you're you're creating the blueprint for it right now. So why why not? Yeah, why not? Um, I mean, the, our joke <laughs> from the start has been that we treat every Big Sky episode like it's the Back pilot, pilot spinoff. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the pilot spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> spin-off of the house of buller so what is that big sky colon house of buller yeah. yeah and like and like our version is like the hulu fx version yeah. where we're just like 
you know, in our heads saying fuck and fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. we just do anything we want. Like that's the, that's the, fuck that's, fucking. you know, like that's, <laughs> the, you have to remember, like I started my career on cable. Right. So yeah. I'm very used to having that kind of freedom of um, expression. Yes. Yeah. In my characters and in my work. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so even if you don't see it on screen, that is the life that we are living. No, that, that, the inside, that's how you feel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but but I, I, when you read the tweets, you know, you can, I think people can feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this thing is being watched by over 7 million people. I don't even know what the number is. It's not 7 million Desi people. This is yeah. mainstream television yeah. that everybody is enjoying. Mm-hmm. So we're not just like, we're not just making niche television with a niche storyline for yeah. a niche market. This is proof that this is compelling television for the mass market. Well, the more what's this absolutely lends itself to this idea that if you can harness like a very specific perspective and a very specific point of view in your fiction, it becomes a more universal story. Yeah. Correct. Yes. yes. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. Spin yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. please direct all of your, <laughs> your thoughts and inquiries and, um, what was request? Yes, please, please direct all of your requests to Dana Walden. Dana Walden. She is. Uh, she is at Fox and um, Fox Television. <laughs> They're going to be no, like, do it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, they're not. Don't they're not. By the way, by the way, I've worked with her. Twenty um, television. Twenty television. <laughs> Which is Fox, which is Fox, which is also still under the umbrella of Disney at this point because they own everything. Um, and uh, but but you know what I mean, and which also means that Ms. Marvel can show up at any point. I think is I think what we're also saying. If so, yes, Ms. Exactly. Marvel shows up, shows up in the House of Bullets, yes. and she's the only one that can take down House of Bullets. Crossover, she's the only one. Listen, it's um, just hashtag House of Bullets spin off. That's all you need. That's it. get it going. Kind of it. That's kind of it. Yeah, just like. Just, uh, just flood, flood Twitter with that, with it. You know yeah. what I mean? You know? <laughs> just do but it. We just do, do it because it's like it, right. The Bulliverse. Because yes, we don't be really, we don't really know what it's going to take. It's just going to take the support of our community to ask mm-hmm. for it. You yeah. know? Yeah. I yeah. like to ask if there's anything they're into uh, that are projects by the South Asian or diasporic community that they're excited about. Well, there's this there's this author. Her name. Oh, there's this uh, one. Well, her name's oh escaping God. me, but yeah. there's this uh, comic uh, that's coming out. So you can pre-order it now. It's called um, Spider Man's Social Dilemma. That's it. And um, <laughs> that's it. It looks real dope. Yeah, it looks dope. Um, dope. It comes out this summer, um, but you can Julie, pre-order it now. Yeah. yeah. July. June or July. June or July. Something yeah, with the J. Like um, in the warm times. Uh, yes. but you should go, you should go get that, dark. y'all. Get that. <laughs> uh yeah, if you do pre-order Listen. the book, hold on to your receipt. I'll send you a sticker. Hey. hey. Yeah, but because but by the way, like this is yet another example. Like, you can't say that shit for yourself, girl, but I can. <laughs> I will be your hype man, you know, like. It's hard in these streets to try to do this for yourself. It's it doesn't true. feel good. So if you see somebody that you like that is in your community, give them a shout out. Give them a shout out. Yeah. We feel you. 
Like we said, we are early in this conversation. We are early in our history of really being represented. And every single tweet gets read, y'all. Yeah. It really does. We do. We look at all of them. Yeah, we send it to each other too. Let's yeah, be honest. I'm really screenshotting your like, shit and sending it to each other. Let's that's be real. The thing. It, like, it takes no energy to like retweet or share or be excited about a thing. All it does is like, like we said earlier, the more stories there are, the more stories there will be, the more room there is for all of us. Like, yeah, we don't want this imagined scarcity because it's not, it's not true. Um, all right, I don't want to hold on to you guys. We've gone over, and I really appreciate oh, it. But great, great. Well, you know how you always is- you always like start these interviews with like, here's like a short interview with this person that I have. Now I understand why it's because you don't have a pro Zoom, yeah. but also, <laughs> but also the, the mini episodes. Yeah, the mini episode, yeah, mini episodes. Um, but like, fuck that. Come on. No, we're gonna keep going. This um, is family. What is? Next for you both, tell people when they can watch Big Sky, what else you have going on, and then Thursdays. People, hold on, and oh, then let see? people Look know where shit. they can. Can you just let her finish? You. Get oh out of here! Oh my god, what do you have going on? When can they watch Big Sky, and where can people find you? You can watch Big Sky live on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. nine, 9 central. central. Uh, if you miss that on ABC, on ABC. If you miss that, then you can watch it on Hulu the next day or even like hours after. I don't know. Um, on Friday. On Friday and beyond. Um, I'm on all socials at Janina, J-A-N-I-N. And what? Did I just fuck up my own name? Yep. Yes. J-A-N-I-N-A. Cool. Did a great job. I did it. I did such a good job. <laughs> you did and good you, job. sir? <laughs> and uh, yes, you can find me at uh, Vichiver which if you are listening to this podcast, I would assume you would know how to spell. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Uh, Thank you both. We are part of the Hard Knock Live podcast network. You can find all of the podcasts in the Hard Knock Media family at hardknockmedia.com. That's N-O-C for nerds of color. And a huge thank you to our patrons over at Patreon. Thank you to Meredith and Rita at the $12 level. And Amber, Jordan, Annie, Brandy, Claire, Brian, Robert, Chris, the Knott family, Bria, Geshev, Ruth, and Gavita at the $5 level. You can join us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash theyseegeekgirls. Otherwise, you can find us on Twitter at theyseegeekgirls. I am at runwithskizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. And until next time, I'll see you in hell. I don't. I want you to keep this in the show. Mm -hmm. Neither do I. I refuse. Preeti, (laughs) keep this in the show. You never got me water. You asked for water. I asked for water. It's like the first thing I did. There's no water. Why? What do you mean there's no water? Tap water. You drink water. That's fine. Hey, Janina, do you know what this is? This is an older brother move. Classic (laughs) older brother move. Okay. Um, I would just like to prove to the audience. He got me some water. She that did was... receive some water. She's not parched and we're not in the middle of the desert. Oh it's my God. We are in the middle of the desert. Are you kidding me? We're, we're shooting nice, this in Albuquerque. We're in a bougie apartment. It is bougie. This it's place so is nice. bougie. We hired, so nice. we hired the right guy to play Jag. <laughs> this shit is bougie. It's so nice in here. Oh um, anyway, continue. Real, get to the serious questions, please. The serious Let's be serious questions. People. No, 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 no. I just want to point out that he got you the water. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike real life. What? Get out of here, Freaky. <laughs>
Oh, I can't wait to hear what your listeners have to say about this. It's like, I wish we got reviews for only this episode. I would like to hear your feedback at me. They're going to be like, no wonder it took Vinny five years to come on. That's what they're going to say.